Welcome to Pin the Q Productions. If you are interested in the culture of the fire service and keeping tradition alive, you have come to the right place. Now sit back and relax with your brothers and sisters and enjoy the show. Be sure to like and subscribe on all social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. For more information on Pin the Q Productions, visit www.pintheq.com. Thank you. Hey everyone, welcome back to Pin the Q Podcast. We are here at Indiana. A little, little different than when I'm used to in Jersey, so this is exciting. Uh, the furthest place I went so far is Pennsylvania. So Indiana is a little further. Yes, sure. There's um, more than corn in Indiana. That's true, and they're about to find out, aren't they? <laughs> right. So Absolutely. this episode on Pin the Q podcast, we are here at Sugar Creek. Um, we're going to learn all about this place in a few minutes. But uh, gentlemen, welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. Yeah, absolutely. First and foremost, why don't you tell everybody who you are? Uh, James Wolfsford, uh, captain here at Sugar Creek Township Fire Department. And you are? I'm Tony Bratcher, uh, lieutenant here at Sugar Creek Township, also the public information officer. The PIO. So uh, first, let me just tell you that I appreciate very much um, the hospitality. From the minute we got here, right, it was, you laid out the red carpet, gave us a tour. We had, had dinner, which was phenomenal. A little spicy. That's good. A little <laughs> yeah, spicy is yeah. good. Um, but it was great. You know, we, I, you have, first of all, you have a beautiful home here. Appreciate that. I mean, this is very classy and, and uh, super clean, which you expect that from a firehouse. But it's very clean. And uh, I, like, I like some of the nostalgia around here, even though it's a brand new building. Correct. So uh, first, let's start off with, with you, Cap. Why don't you uh, tell everybody how this all started for you? How did you become uh, a firefighter? Um, well, um, right out of high school, I really wasn't sure exactly what I was going to do. Uh, growing up, uh, most kids are from, from the early age, they're thinking they're going to be a fireman, and that wasn't the case with me. Uh, I was an electrician, went to school to become a journeyman electrician. Okay. And uh, halfway through that, uh, there was an electrician that was a volunteer, and he kept coming to work talking about runs that he took, and, and uh, just kept my eyes, and, and I was just like, this is amazing. How, how do you do this? He said, well, why don't you come try out and see if you can do it? So you didn't have any family that were firefighters no, before you? No Your first generation? Yeah. First still, generation. still? Still first generation. Nah, that's awesome, man. My little guy's always running around the firehouse. So yeah, maybe cool. Maybe one day he's doing that. I'm sure. I'm, I'm, I'm yep. sure. I saw him run through here before. He yeah, gave me a big hug. Yep, yep. He, him and the kids always try to come by and, and see me every once in a while. So you, so that guy, that that uh, electrician got you hooked on this? Yeah, yeah. And he's uh, he's full-time on the C-shift. And uh, like I said, I'm a full-time fireman now. And, and who was that? Uh, Doug Curry. All right, cool. Yeah. Yep. So he's, he's based out of here as well, out of forty twos. That's great. And what about you, LT? Uh, yeah. So a similar story uh, was a little bit different. You know, I went through a high school program, uh, became a cadet at the uh, fire department down the street from my house. Um, you know, put my time in as a cadet, then became a reserve firefighter, and then I, I found my way to Sugar Creek Township uh, at the age of twenty two, and I've been here since. No plans on leaving. What is it about this? Uh this fire department that's so special to you guys because I, I talked to you off camera and you're both very happy about being here you're excited about the, the fire department and its history what is it about this this fire department for you so this is this has always been home to me I started out as a volunteer when I was uh, well back in 2002 so I was 18 19 years old and that's that's all I knew was this place um, networked a lot uh, finally got the opportunity to go out for the process in 2006 got hired on full-time and ever since then, just this place is, is family. Uh, they still treat it as a family fire department. Um, it's it's they're always got family first. That's great. And and uh, when you when you got that letter, that notification, you were getting hired full time. What what bring me back? What was that like for uh, you? It was amazing. Uh, we literally just talked about it the other day with uh, my battalion chief was the ops chief at the time, and uh, he he called me. Uh, I was doing electrical, like I said, phone call, and he says. Um, I'd like for you to come by, uh, come by my office later today. I got something for you. And I immediately knew. And he said, just when you get off work, swing by. Right. Well, it was, I told my employer I had to go. He was like, no looking back. Yeah, no man. looking back. I split. I told him, I said, I'll see you guys tomorrow. I hurried up, got to the firehouse, went in to see uh, Chief Fitzgerald. I said, hey, Chief, I'm here. And uh, he slid the paper across the desk and uh, had me sign it. That's great. And, uh, man, it's, 
It's awesome. It was full throttle ever since. Ever since, right? Did you have to go back to the fire academy, or was everything good? No, so to get hired on here, you already had to have firefighter one and two state certification and EMT. And I just finished up the EMT school. Oh, that's great. Like a couple months prior to that. So. And what about you, LT? What was your experience? Yeah, so uh, very similar. Uh, You know, Chief Fitzgerald, operations chief at the time, called me up. Uh, it, it's actually funny because in my process, it was the first one when we had a, a, a new merit system uh, established, and he they called me about a credit report. Well, I'm 22 years old. You don't got much I credit. I don't know what a credit report was. <laughs> Half of it was just just my name and all my information and stuff, so it, it was, you know, a long process, but... Uh, you know, I always describe it as as a dream come true. Like I don't know yeah. that I could have been happier if I hit the lottery. It's, than when it's I like got a conditional offer. Some people I talk to say it's it's like hitting a lottery when you when you land this job. Sure, I agree. It's Absolutely. a great, it's the best job on earth. It's a privilege. <laughs> Absolutely. It is. It is a privilege, a privilege to serve people. So, uh, talking about this this particular house here, it's interesting because like I said it's brand new. If you're just watching this um, and you're not familiar with this fire department, it's brand new. However. When I walk around, I see a lot of old school things, a lot of uh, history. Tell me about that. Yeah, um, that was one of the biggest things. Um, I was one of the chairs on the uh, the committee for the firehouse, uh, lieutenant on the sea shift, lieutenant Dustin Dishman, and um, we just we just wanted to continue that old firehouse that we were at to this one, but bring it up to date. Uh, all the guys in the firehouse um, helped. Uh, there was nobody. We, we didn't try to leave anybody out. So. We had the committee, and the committee consisted of myself and Lieutenant Dishman, along with the guys in the firehouse. That that meant a, that made a, a lot of sense. To we live here, it's right. home. Might as well have everybody else's input on it. So they had a they had a stake in what went on here in the building. They they really had a oh, lot yeah. big part absolutely. of it. Absolutely, absolutely. Yep. Would would you say that because of that, everything's working the way it is now in the building? Sure, sure. Yeah, a lot of input, uh, a lot of input that we couldn't take, but there was a lot of input that we did take. You know. Uh, everybody knows what a committee's. When you get a committee too big, right, sometimes right. it's a struggle. But um, it's it's our house now, and I right. think that's maybe why guys take care of it the way they do because they're invested in it. Sure, they're invested in their yeah. home, they're invested in their firehouse. So well, we, you couldn't have said it better. I mean, it's it's all family. Absolutely. You know? And I saw it in the kitchen. You know, everyone, the kitchen table, right? That's where they're all the world's problems are solved. Solved, absolutely. And, and it's so true. Every firehouse I go to, you know. Um, but what I noticed here is uh, everyone there couldn't be nicer you know just yep. couldn't be more accommodating and uh i tried to i tried to wash the fork and stuff from the they ripped it out of my hands we got it we got it you, yep. you're not doing your dishes here but it, it, that kind of stuff you know and you can just tell you can tell everybody here is really invested in this place absolutely they want to be here you know yep. um that's that's good that's good man is what is it about this firehouse this particular firehouse that that you like something with the new building you know uh when when they started building this firehouse uh you know we insisted upon pieces of the other two buildings we were at being a part of this firehouse uh you know this was a volunteer department before it transitioned into being paid um you know we wanted the old volunteer houses to be a part of this so a lot of the things you see in this house right. came from the other house and then before that they came from the firehouse that we were at before that so long before the captain and I were even born and, and, you know, on this department, you know, pieces of who we are live in this firehouse today. That's great, man. And what are those pieces? So you can tell our viewers, what are, what are some of those pieces? You know, pieces? Uh, one of the things that uh, as the PIO, I had the pleasure of working with the, the, the architect um, and the project managers for the groundbreaking ceremony. And one of the things we decided to do was take dirt from our first firehouse in Philadelphia. No kidding. And then the firehouse before this one, we, we had dirt from there. So when we broke ground, we used dirt from each of the other two firehouses. Wow. And, and you know, people will never know, but it was, it was very cool because we used um, a volunteer from each house, a guy who was there when that house was open to do it. That is amazing, man. So, yeah, that's it, so cool. You know, and that's what, that's what happens when you know, firefighters who live in the house have a, a stake in it. You yeah. Know, we come up with ideas like that. Sure. And you, you'll see everywhere you look around this place, you'll see some idea that wasn't maybe his or mine or, or anybody else's. Wow. That's, that's really cool, man. That really says a lot. It really does, man. So what type of area, um, what type of area is this? Uh, it's definitely suburban. Okay. Um, 
mainly residential neighborhoods. We got a little bit of commercial um, up here in, in our district, not a lot. Uh, downtown New Pal is where his house is out of. Um, just middle class, middle class uh, homes is pretty much what we got in this area. And then, is there any farming in this area? Or yeah, yeah. There's still some undeveloped areas. Yeah. Yep. So, have you had an opportunity to get involved in any of that? You know, farming accidents. Do you guys handle that that type of thing? Is that not frequently happen, or does it happen? Yeah, not too much. Uh, we do have a, a technical rescue team, a county technical rescue team, and we're we're part of that component. Um, machinery rescue. We've a lot of the guys have been through that class and, and, and trained up on that. But I wouldn't say we probably haven't had a machinery rescue in a probably a long time. A long so. time, right? So yeah, because I'm not familiar with this area. So when I came through, I saw I saw that you yeah. know, that you had yeah. some some farming. Yeah. You a know? lot of a lot of neighborhoods popping up now. Yeah. Out here. So what's the population here? I think we're sixteen to eighteen thousand. Wow. Okay. Yep. Thirty six square miles, mm -hmm. I believe, is what we cover. So out of the, that 36 square miles, how many stations do you have total? Two firehouses. Two firehouses. Yep. Okay, so this one and the other one you were telling me about. Yep, so um, housed out of this one, and uh, lieutenant's housed out of 45s, which is just south of here. And then uh, what type of apparatus are you running <coughs> out of here? Uh, this firehouse has got a medic engine, tanker, and a grass truck. Okay. The medic and engine is pretty much staffed, and then if the tanker and grass truck go, we, we kind of cross-staff it as well. Okay. And to your house? Yeah, so the, the other firehouse is uh, similar, um, medic and engine, okay. staffed all the time, uh, ladder and rescue, um, and the technical rescue is up there. Uh, so that's a, that's a busier house, and, and everyone has to understand, not busier in terms of runs, but I mean, right. you have to understand that you may be on this truck, and, and you know, as we increase our staffing, you know, we'll get to the point where you know, we're staffed with this and, and that, but you know, you can go from being on the engine one day to being on the rescue in an hour. Wow. You know, so yeah. you got to have your head on a swivel. You know, we yeah. train people from the ground up here because you don't know where you're going to be. That's the way it is for us. So, so you actually, you guys literally cross train everyone. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. And engine then, work, truck work, uh, ambulance, medical calls, you name it. So you can come we in. We don't do the ambulance. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. I don't either. Yeah. yeah. We I, definitely do EMS calls. I, I joke around all the time and you know, I say, I always say this. The next time you see me in an ambo, I'll be a patient. Yeah, I'm right. done. I'm, <laughs> yeah. We definitely sure. make medical calls. I mean, yeah. that's that's our for livelihood. Sure. That's what right. we got in the business. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So where do, where does uh, the firefighters here, where do they go to the academy, fire academy? Uh, I wouldn't say it's quite an academy. Uh, most of the time, you can take it at a local college. Okay. Um, or a, a local fire department will host one. Really? Um, and just follow the state curriculum. Okay. Um, there's there's a lot of uh, testing. Uh, Tony. Uh, lieutenant here, he's, he actually teaches at one of the, the what would you call career it? Centers. Career centers. Oh, career center. Yeah. Okay. So, and you can't get you can't get on the job here unless you have that academy, right? It, at our department, that's the Oh, this department, right. Yep. Okay. There's other agencies that may do um, no certifications required, and they'll teach the fire one and two or EMT from ground up. Now, do you have any volunteers left in your, uh, in your department? I think we have a couple. Yeah, I, I, I would say we have a, a handful to maybe 10. Okay. Um, and uh, one thing I talked about with all of the guests with FDIC is, you know, here in the Midwest, um, volunteer recruitment and retention is, is very hard. Like all of the, oh, yeah. the departments around us, across, they're across having the country. a rough yeah. go keeping volunteers, you know. Yep. So it's something that we respect and admire here. Um, and, 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 you know, because I would say 98% of our department have been volunteers or are volunteers. So Correct. we respect it and admire it, uh, but it, it's, I mean, it's hard for us. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's across the board though. You know, I talk to a lot of people, as you know, and everyone I talk to kind of says the same thing, you know, like people that want to volunteer maybe can't because sure. they're working two jobs. Absolutely. You know, it's not like it used to be back then. It was much different, you know, so people are trying to, you know, find their way. They're trying to work maybe two, like I said, two jobs. They have children, you know, it's, it's a harder, harder to volunteer now. Sure. Plus all the training, you know, that's required, especially EMTs. I don't know about here, but in Jersey, it's, it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's, oh, yeah. it's nuts. It's always revolving. It's always, yep. they keep adding more and more CEUs. Continue oh, yeah. education. Yeah. I, I actually joked the other day that when I first became an EMT, it was significantly easier. You took a blood pressure, you listened to some breath sounds, and that was right. the end of it. And nowadays, there there's new medicines, there's yeah. doses, right, there's right. Uh, there's stuff that, you know, if if you're not actively on the bus, oh, it's a perishable uh, you know, skill. It is, it's hard to keep up with. Yep. It, Luckily, our guys are so good and they're so on it across the department that you know the the company officers get an opportunity to not 
do that per se. Right, right. <laughs> well, it's good. It's good. You can say, you know, I, I saw one of your firefighters in there checking everything out. And it wasn't because, you know, the show's here yeah. because he didn't even see me. Yeah. You know, he yep. was just in there doing the thing. And I watched him. He was like meticulous. A lot of going, integrity. Very much. Backstory yeah. on that guy is he's uh, our senior guy outside of the chief on the shift. No kidding. So for 20 years to still be doing that. Yeah. Even when no one's watching. You know, that's what we breed on, on our shift and, and on the department as a whole from the ground up. Like, I mean, that's that's what we talk about. You know, we, we expect you to have certs when you come in here. Right. But uh, also, we expect you to do things our way. And we start oh, that day one. Well, again, that that you just told me that. He's a senior man. I did not know that. Yeah. Um, Integrity goes a long way. It, it does. And, th- and that speaks volumes for this house. Yeah. And it speaks volumes for that individual. Mm-hmm. That yep. after 20 years, listen, most places – some somebody will kind of put their back against the wall because they're the senior man and they yeah. let the young young jacks do that. But he's in there doing that's great. No, he's our go-to. With this place, yeah. it's uh, both houses. There's not too many guys that want to step in and do something. That's what's great about this place. Yeah, it's like all hands on deck. Yep. Sir Francis Pond. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Frankie Pond. <laughs> yep. So when uh, when you when you first got here. Yep. Right. As a volunteer. Well, tell me how it was different then than how it is now. Is the culture the same? Would you uh, say? No, it was. Um, it was the that we had some paid guys, uh, full time guys working. It was mainly volunteers. Okay. Career guys were kind of supplementing, and then over the years, it evolved. Right. Uh, now it's the complete opposite. Now, why was that? Was that because people just couldn't volunteer as much? That and the run loads. Yep. Okay, so the your call volume load, increased. Call volume went up significantly. Right. I think I came on, we were doing, I don't know, maybe 300 runs a year. Uh, now we're up to, we're probably going to hit 1,600, 1,700 runs. Yeah. So. It's, it's a lot. It's more than double. Yeah. Now, is it mainly EMS? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's doing yeah. a lot of EMS. Probably 80%. I would say mostly like any department. Right. Yeah, EMS seems to take over the, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. the, the fire department. And it, that this is... I would say a, a new trend that a lot of fire departments are now taking on that EMS role. Oh, yeah, you have to. Yeah. You have to. Otherwise, they wouldn't survive if that's all they're doing is just saying they're out fighting fire. Right. So, yeah. Well, you know, it keeps you busy. Absolutely. That, it as, much as, it, as much as the pains me, it does. It's true. It For does. anybody that says it's all they want to do is fight fire, I don't know that it, in our area, in the Midwest, right. uh, you have to do EMS as well. In, in your time here, because this is where you, this is where you started, yep. and you're here as a, as a captain, which is cool as hell. Um, what, what's been your most rewarding experience for you here? Uh, oh, this place, this firehouse, being able to go from what we had to now. Um, I work with great guys, and, and I say that all the time about being an officer. Right. I don't make my guys. My guys make me. Oh, yeah. Uh, my yeah. crew is, is, I believe, top-notch, and uh, they make me look good every day. So as long as I'm taking care of them, then that's all that matters. How, cl- how, close, how close is your department? Um, yeah, they're yeah, tight. We're, yeah, we're real tight, especially our shift. Sure. Our shift's real tight. Well, we literally just went to the Pacer game last night as a shift. Oh, that's great. So the, we do those things all the time. Because mm-hmm. one of the things that uh, you know, what I'm doing my show, I'm trying to bring back some of that. Hey, we go to each other's birthday parties. That happens all the time. You know, we. So you guys are already doing one. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's great. Yeah, because that seems some place been, it falls off. We just got back from vacation. Yeah, I've been to shift. the hospital for every one of his kids. Uh, when when I adopted my son, he was there. Nice. Uh, you know, Chief came to the adoption party. Uh, the whole crew was there. So, you know, we, we as much as you'll hear us talk it, uh, we, you know, from the top down, like we, we walk it, I could hey. probably tell you, and I'm not just tooting my own horn here, I could probably tell you all of most of our guys' kids' names. I mean, we believe in that. Like, Yeah, that's huge. Yep. We don't want to lose that. No, you can't. You can't lose that, man. And unfortunately, there's there's some agencies that are, are losing that yeah. that bond, you know, the the brotherhood. Um, but you you got to figure it out here. We try. Yeah, and we I was yeah. I, I was first I was very excited that I was uh, invited here to your house to check it out. It was an honor for me to be invited. Um, but when I got here, I realized why I'm here. Yeah. You know, I, I, I'm people need to see what's going on here because you got to figure it out. I, in my in my in my opinion, I feel like you really have you you got this figured out. You know, everyone's meshing well. The apparatus floor is beautiful. The firehouse is amazing. All the all the apparatus is ready to go. You know, you guys got that run before and to out the door. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know? We, we always joke. Uh, 
Day one, when you start here, you fill out paperwork. Day two, you learn about our history, our tradition, and, and you sign a, a piece of paper, the a code of ethics. You know, we, we don't we don't hold any bones about it. I'll open the back door and tell you if you if you can't live by what who we are, it's time to go. Yep. Uh, that's great. And that's you know, luckily we are very blessed with uh, the hires we've had here and I, I think it's a testament to you know, our older guys, our, our chiefs, uh, top down. I, I, I think, you know, guys like Captain Wolsifer, who started as a volunteer, and Doug Curry before him, and, and Frank Pine, a guy we just talked about. You right. know, all of those guys, you know, they, they each had a brick and they laid it. And, and, you know, we just keep building the department like that. I, I love the Paul Combs drawing where it's, yeah. it's oh, yeah. the bricks. Yep. Yeah. Uh, because that literally describes this fire department. That's amazing, man. What, what is, uh, what's been your most rewarding experience? Probably me. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> me. I, I came on the I came on the job with uh, uh, when I came on as as a probie. Uh, Captain Wolfsford was on my shift, so uh, he's seen it all. Um, I drove him for a while. Uh, I got promoted uh, probably a year and a half ago, maybe. What um, was that like for you, bro? Ah, uh, you know what? I I have never wanted to be anything other than a firefighter. Um, you know, my mentor as a kid pinned my badge on me when I got hired. Who's that? Uh, uh, Lieutenant Dan Martin with the Indianapolis Fire Department. Okay. And then when I got promoted, he came out and pinned my lieutenant's badge on me. So, uh, you know, uh, I can think of a million things that have been rewarding here, being right. the PIO and getting to speak for this department. But, you know, when you become an officer, you, you take an oath to look out for your guys. And when I see my guys succeed, when I see my probie today go through uh, the hot class, um, and everyone comes up and they're like, man, your guys' guy is so squared away. That's the rewarding part is, yeah. is, is watching my guys succeed. When they, when they get a new certification or, you know, when they do something cool, like right. I, you can take all of my accomplishments out, but if they succeed, then the organization does. That's great, man. You know, that's, that's the buy-in, right? Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, that's, absolutely. That's the buy-in. You know, yep. when, when you got that figured out, then, then you're, doing, you're doing the right thing. So when you get promoted to lieutenant – Right. What was that like for you when you when you found out when you got that paper and they say, "Hey, by the way, we're promoting you." You know, it was surreal because I had an opportunity to get promoted on the same shift that I started on. Uh, you know, and I, I drove Captain Wolfsford before I got promoted. Uh, so you know, I knew uh, Chief Fitzgerald, our battalion chief. I, I knew him. Uh, he was the one who gave me my conditional offer. So the pieces fell uh, in in my favor. Uh, you know, it was a dream come true. It was a dream come true to get the job, but right. to to get promoted and to say, you know what, I'm willing to uh, to take responsibility for my guys. I want to see them succeed. You right. know, that's uh, that's probably one of the cool. Other than being a father, it's the coolest thing yeah. I can say. I'm a father too, man. And once once you you know your children are born and you look in their eyes, it changes everything. You know? Oh yeah, it absolutely does. Cap, what what's what's one of the uh, the challenges for you as a captain too? To what these new firefighters are going to come in. You told me that you're possibly getting what five. Yeah, that's the goal. Five. Yeah, they're trying to bring on five. So yep. if these five come in, right? Yep. What are you telling them as captain? What What are you saying to them when they get when they walk in this back door and they want to become firefighters? What do you say to them? For one, they need to stay grounded. Integrity is huge. Um, it's It's not in it for them. It's in it for the other people. Right. That's why we're in this job. Um, they're not being handed the job. You got to earn the job. Uh, you're always earning the job every day. Uh, you owe it to the public. Um, you don't. You don't owe it to yourself. You owe it to the public. It's a privilege to be a fireman. It is. The citizens pay our taxes, and we need to be squared away every time we go out the door. Yeah. It's game time every time we go out the door. How do you teach them? How do you teach them about the history here? How do you teach them about respect? How do you teach them about the brotherhood? Man, <laughs> we talk about that all the time. This generation is unique. Yeah. It's extremely unique. Um, you don't want to beat them down because it's a, just a different culture, but they just they have to they have to realize that that you almost you have to start over. You have to like this is how we are. This is how we operate. You can't lose this. Uh, we're for the people. We're not for ourselves. Um, a lot of respect. You got to bring the respect back into it. Senior firemen, officer or not, they need to be respected. They built this place. Hundred percent. You know they built this place. Hundred percent. They're here because of that. So and you're here because of that. And the thing is, the senior guys in the house, they want to tell their stories. Absolutely. They want to be part of the cultivating of these guys and girls that are walking in the back door. Um, so I, I tell these new guys and girls all the time, 
grab the senior, you grab the senior oh, man. Yeah. Hey, brother, how did, how did you do this yep. in the 70s? A lot of times the senior guy is, is more valuable than the officer. Um, they're the underlying, I mean, they, they are the buffer between that officer. If a good senior guy can pull a new guy off to the side and talk to him through it before it gets to the officer, right. that's a good senior yeah, guy. Yeah, they're great buffers. Yes. Yeah, before it gets to the point where it has to be, go, you know, to officer level. Absolutely. Which, yeah, I agree with that. I was a senior guy for a long time, and I, I respected it. And then now I've got a great senior guy. TB's got a good senior guy as well. So it's uh, they're needed. They're absolutely needed. Yeah, they are. And not only from a union span, standpoint, but also for, you know, just this, just yes. the firehouse part of absolutely. it, you know, so everybody's on the same page. What uh, when, you, when you guys are running out here for, for runs, how many you got in the truck? I got three on my engine okay. and two on the medic truck. And what about the uh, – is it a quint or a ladder? Uh, it's 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 technically a quint. Okay. It's a lot more fun to say ladder 445 <laughs> uh, than it is quint. Uh, but it, you, know, you get down to the brass tacks, it's 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 a quint. I you work know, on we, a, I work on a quint too, man. We so. yeah. we we can pump off of it. We can throw the stick. Right, we can right. we can go through windows. You do a lot with a quint. Yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. For, for a career house truck, it's the best yeah. truck. In yep. my opinion, anyway. Yeah, it's good. Water water uh, will for, always put fire yeah. out. So. I would say for combination departments or, or cross staffing houses or fire departments, quints are. Mm-hmm. I feel yeah. like quints are the way to go. Yeah, it definitely is. Has this house always been EMS, or was this introduced left after the fact? Oh no, this is we've always done EMS. Really, even houses. back, even back when? Yep, yep. No kidding. Yeah, well, we the, I can't tell you exactly when the paramedic program got here. Okay. Um, well over probably 15 years ago, uh, it was before my time. Right as I was coming in as a volunteer, so back in 2002. Okay. Uh, I think it's when they started bringing on paramedics at that time. They ran it as a chase vehicle. Okay. Uh, so the ambulances were staffed with uh, BLS, gotcha. uh, EMTs, and a chase medic. And then after a couple of years of that, we start hiring, get more medics, and we start putting a medic and an EMT on an ambulance. Um, but the staffing really didn't start increasing till my class was probably the it was the biggest class they brought on. I think I had seven in my class, and that was huge for this department at that time. It was a, a big shift in full time personnel. And really. It was like, it was five before that, and then seven with my class, and then four, and then it kind of slowed for a little bit, and then we started hiring a little bit more as our run loads increased. Huh. That's 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 pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. crazy, huh? Have you guys had a uh, line of duty death in this in this department? Um, they, there there was a volunteer who uh, yeah. well before our time, well before uh, our time. but he he had a heart attack on the pump panel. Oh, okay. On the fire. Yep. Uh, I think his name was Hook. You know, we, we're big on the tradition here, so right. we know about that. It happened right. in February. I forget the year. I, I apologize. But, uh, yep. uh, yeah, we have a memorial plaque somewhere. Oh, that's great. Yeah. yeah. And he's been the only one since that, since that happened? Yes. Yeah. Thank the heavens, yes. Yeah. And I keep touching your knee. It's all good. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know if they can see on camera, but I keep touching the knee because <laughs> it's a small table yeah right it's awesome it's all good <laughs> it, that's so the, the brotherhood right yeah, it's the fire <laughs> sure, i'm allowed to touch your knees right? <laughs> so uh lt I, i'm going to pose the same question that i posed to the captain all right when you have these new firefighters coming in right wh- what do you feel like it's your what's your responsibility to them to get to where you need them to be because so, it's not just happen overnight, right? Yeah, yeah, no. no. I mean, it, it was bred into my head, and and we continue to pass it down. Uh, for me, it's it's a threefold approach. Okay. Um, I teach a lot of the history and tradition here. It's one of my favorite chapters to teach. You know, I teach them about large scale fires, the Triangle Shirtwaist Fire. Um, I, I teach them about the Our Lady of the Angels fire. You know, that's well, something I pride myself on. So, you know, step one for me is to make sure they understand what each fire did for the fire service. Uh, and step two for me is, is I want them to know the people that built this place. Uh, you know, they always talk, uh, Rick Lasky talks about it. Um, you know, it, it'd be a sad day when your retirees walk in and, and nobody knows, knows them. them. So, yeah. you know, one thing we do is when the guys retire, you know, I want them to know about the Joe Fitzgeralds and the Terry Hewlands and the guys of our department that were, were the top seniority when I got on. Um, so, you know, that's step two. I want them to know our history. I want them to know where we started, uh, where this department started. And then step three is, is pretty simple. You know, it's a grass is greener approach. Right. You know, everyone says the grass isn't greener on the other side. But in my heart, I believe that here at Sugar Creek, we are greener than everybody. And, and I want them to believe that. You know, I, I don't want to I don't want to say, hey, we're a better fire department than everybody. Right. But I want our young guys to think we are. Invest. To, to, to invest in this place. Yeah. And... Uh, you know, so 
so it, it, it's it's that threefold approach that that they need to understand the history of the fire service, the history of our department, and how lucky you are to serve the citizens of Sugar Creek. I Council. love that. I love everything you're saying. I love it. You know, and it brings I him that. It, it, you did. <laughs> you yeah. you yeah. told yeah. him yeah. You know, honestly, that's how it starts. Yep. Told him all. Of it. You know, that was beating my head when I got on. Well, I'll tell you. Um, I I spoke with Chief Rich Gorman, Richie Gorman from Jersey City Fire Battalion Chief, and you want to talk about salt of the earth. This guy is salt of the earth, right? And he said exactly what you just said. Okay, he said exactly what you just said. He goes, you know, everyone should feel What's like up, Richie. It, every, <laughs> 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 he believe me, he'll watch. Yeah, that's um, awesome. He, he's sol- like a cool guy. Oh, he's solid, man. Right. Nice to meet the guy. You, he's yeah, the best. He if you do, seen a lot. He has, he has. And if you have an opportunity to meet him, you're, you're fortunate, honestly. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but he says that everybody should feel the way he feels about his firehouse, and that they are the best. And if, yes. if you don't feel that way about the, your firehouse, mm-hmm. then you need to reevaluate where you're at and if you should it, be there. The guys make the firehouse. Absolutely. Honestly, Frank, I, I would if you and I met and we talked for the first time, I would want you to tell me how awesome your firehouse Absolutely. is. Absolutely. And not because I want you to say, hey, I'm better than you, but no, it's not about that. That's how you should talk about that. That's how I talk about, yeah, right. That's how I talk about my family. My family is better. I mean, you yeah. should revere it the same way. I agree. 100%, man. I you took the words right out of my, my mouth, man, because that's exactly what should, we should be doing. You know what I mean? <laughs> 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 he has that effect on people. And a muzzle. <laughs> so bring me back to one of those fires you just talked about. You said you said the history here of the fire department. You talk about a fire, a specific, two specific fires, right? Which one's the first one? Yeah, yeah. So uh, like we go, I, I go through the major events in the fire service and what they brought to us. Uh, we want people to know that that when you come here, you're not going to fight fire every day you know we we talked about that we talked about ems um you know you're going to do a lot of public relations events you know we're going to go to the elementary schools and have lunch with the kids and teach them about fire safety let me jump into something so our our uh public relations lady uh she deals with the school system and uh she'll she'll text me or she'll call me and say hey cap uh we got an event do you mind and i'm like no why do you always call and ask do i mind Right, you, d- you should just assume we want to be there. Yeah, you, right? just, you just tell me where you want us, we will be there. There is no, it's not a nuisance. Right. That's what we're here for, for the public. Sure. Go is, ahead, buddy. Is that, is that something that you, you preach to the fire Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we're here, so. we're here 24 hours, and anything the public needs from us, that's what we're here for. Trust me, I don't like going out at 9 o'clock in the night, but you know, if that's what needs to happen, sure. it needs to happen. Right. So that's what we do best. Absolutely. Before he Kanye West me yeah. and cut me off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> I'll no. forget my thought. <laughs> so, you know, one thing that we go back when we talk about Should these I take major the mic fires, from you now? <laughs> no. we go back and we talk about these major fires because we talk about what they did for the fire service. Right. You know, we talk about what, you know, the Our Lady of the Angels school fire did. You know, it happened in Chicago, which is in the Midwest. But, you know, nowadays when we go to these schools and, and, and my guys push the panic hardware to go in and we go on the fire drills and all that, it's good that they can go, you know what? The reason we have the fire drills and the reason we have the panic hardware is unfortunately because a lot of children died. You know, yeah. so so I, I think here we do a really good job of teaching what these fires did for the fire service because and and and, and you know fires where where our brothers lost their lives. Right. You know, I think what if we can take our firefighters and put them in the Denver drill, then then that brother's sacrifice. I don't want to say was worth it, but. But we said we'd never forget. Yeah, and we and we won't forget that yeah. way. Yeah. No, so like, if we train. It's yeah. definitely unfortunate that we have to name our training Honestly, drills after guys. That's why we name drills after people. One of the drills we do uh, is a Nance drill. Yeah, yeah. And and we have a, a instructor that will say, before we even get started with this, you know, before we go in this hole, he says, "This is why we're doing it. This mm-hmm. is firefighter Nance." Cool. So when you when you hear all that, you can actually see the firefighters change attitude in, in training sure. because now they're putting now they're putting a name to that training and yep. now, now we're not just going in a hole yeah. and lifting each other up with a hose line sure. there's meaning behind this so I, I, I think that's great that you're passing you know, along that and, message and we have all of our new guys before they finish recruit school they write a report on a brother who was killed in 9-11 it seems like a book report. Why, why am I writing a book report? No, it's good. They hand deliver a report in a nice, you know, with, with their face and a biography of who they were. You know, we, we believe that. As, you know, chiefs out there tell you, we promise to never forget. You know, Rick Lasky says that all the time. Oh, we yeah. promise to never forget. Right, right. Well, how do we do that? 
I want them to know who Terry Hatton was. Oh God, yeah, you know, yeah. Joseph Angelini. I want them to know who those. And, Absolutely. And I have a whole file from our young yeah. guys that they've written. Yeah, Captain Hatton. I mean, he's just right. We we have his scribe from the memorial yeah. somewhere around here. That's amazing. I think, I think it's at the other firehouse now. But yeah. So what is it that, uh, as a captain, right? What's yeah. your role here as a captain? In uh, this pos- we got two captains on the uh, on the department, one okay. in each house. Okay. Uh, two different shifts. So I manage this house, in charge of this house. Anything that comes and goes to this house, it's, it's my responsibility. Okay. Um, make sure the trucks, anything that needs on the trucks, anything that needs in the house. And you have a battalion? We have, yep, we have a battalion chief uh, signed every day to uh, to the shift. He's, yep. over, he's over our shoulder. Yeah. Yep. He's sitting in a really comfortable chair. <laughs> yeah, he looks very comfortable, doesn't he? He's, he's relaxing, critiquing. <laughs> yeah, maybe a minute we'll get him on the radio. Judging <laughs> silently. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's, <laughs> As soon as you're done, he goes, you know, you should have said this. Yep. You should have yep, said right. that. Absolutely. <laughs> you should have said this. That's awesome. No, what, Cap, what, getting back to the uh, the serious part of this, was there any particular job you were in that had those little hairs in the back of your neck raised? Uh, yeah, maybe one. Um, we had a fire. I was actually in the front office. I was a training chief for about a year before I got promoted. Okay. And um, we caught a uh, residence fire with entrapment. And myself and the ops chief, not Chief Fitzgerald, another our ops chief at the time, uh, Chief Begovich, uh, we were at a, a place eating lunch, and it came out and uh, come out with entrapment. And him and I, we took my buggy uh, to the fire. He established command. I got out, got dressed, and um, I did a VES in this residence. And typical, typical VES was going through heavy smoke in there. Went through the window, cleared the room. Uh, went back to the door to check in the hallway, and uh, the hallway was smoke was lifting. So I was starting to make my way maybe to the next bedroom next door to see if I could do a clear of that room. And it was a tri-level, okay. and it flashed downstairs. So not to say that I was in a flashover, but right. being in a tri-level, you definitely could you could see it. I jumped back yeah, in that room. Temperature changed? Real quick. Yeah. I seen all the signs, and as soon as I did it, um, they said when they were arriving on the scene, the whole front window blew out. And right. Yeah. It got me a little bit... I, Jump back to the the back window and hop back out and met the engine crew out front. So yeah, it was it was a little unique. Yeah, that that'll uh, that'll get your attention yeah, quick, real quick. You know the, the the funny part of this story is he told that story then the next day uh, to my shift because he was in the front office. We heard about it and uh, I was like, man, that was that's really cool. You know, we we had just practiced VES. Yeah. He actually got a chance to use it and then you know you revert immediately to the chop bus and then I said, hey. Chief, with all due respect, keep your ass in the office. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I, I say it just like that. I mean, yeah. not to not to specifically use the curse word, but yeah, that's what, first thing that went through our mind was, "Hey, come on, man, yeah. why are you stealing our work? Yeah, stealing we our don't work? do all the paperwork and stuff. We don't take your paperwork." That was the running that was the running joke when I was in the front office. Keep at that there. time, our chiefs went pretty much on all, all calls, right. uh, anything um, uh, entrapments to working fires. And I would, they would always call me, what, inside safety? Yeah, Because right. I always found myself inside. He found himself in the fire. <laughs> He's transitioning yourself to yeah, the inside? Right. It's always good. What What about you, Cap, uh, Lieutenant? Anything that comes to mind? Uh, I mean, uh, not not right off the top of my head. I'm, I'm I, You know, with, with every fire, every run, right. every, every vehicle accident, there's always, you know, danger all around you. Um, and you don't notice it until you're older. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I hear a lot of older people say that. 23, 24, no kids, just married. You know, you're there's nothing going to scare you. And, right. and, you know, as you get older and, and you know that there's a little boy at home that needs you, you know, every 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 call. Oh, yeah. Every call becomes something that is, you know, dangerous. Yeah. Next it does change you. So It does change you. And uh, I, I know you guys know part of my show, uh, one of the things I touch on very, very heavy is PTSD within the fire service, PTSD awareness and PTS. And uh, what is it, what is it, Cap, that you're doing to these firefighters in your house and the culture of your fire department? What are you saying to them when you go on these, these bad wrecks and you're, you're on fatalities sure. or, you know, you're, you're just death in general. I mean, you're working EMS, so you're yeah. seeing it constantly, right? Yep. So what are, you do, what are you doing for them? We have to talk. We're a family. That's what that kitchen table's for. We right. solve all the world's problems there. Absolutely. But we need to solve our own as well. So is that is that would you say how your house does it as far as the uh, I would say as my, as, as my shift guys yes um, I can't speak for the other shifts because I don't know what the, the lieutenants do on the other shift but I would feel that a lot of them 
I'm talk, I'm talking about you, Cap. I'm talking about how you how you deal with it. Yeah, uh, talking to guys. Talking to. Right. Yep. Um, TB here. He's part of the next rung next rung guys, and 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 it's always good bouncing things off there. We had a pretty horrific thing happen to our department a few years back, and uh, it hit it hit a lot of us really hard. And what was that? Uh, we had. Um, how do I go about explaining this? A kid that grew, kid that grew up around here. He was, yeah. he was family. Okay. Uh, his mom works with us. Uh, right. We watched him grow up. Yep. And, you know, he... He passed? Yeah, he's... he's and it was our run. Yeah. Oh, well, he's, he's yeah, our, it was pretty He was our intern for a day. We had yeah. an intern program. Oh, okay. He was, he was a good, good so kid. So that one hit home? Yeah, Oh, yeah. and it did. It hit yeah. home for a lot of guys. So, yeah, just talking about so, it. So is that, how you got, is that how you got through it? You just talked about it and you made, made it more... Uh, like of a healing thing talking about yeah especially when they bring people in it's pretty rough when you bring outsiders in and want to talk to you about that uh i know that's what they're there for but a lot of times it's better just to talk the guys that were there the guys know it's hard to just talk to you about that run and you have no clue what's going on right or what's going on right because i I don't have the i don't have the personal part of that absolutely right so but you know we're telling we're telling these guys now more than ever that it's okay not to be okay Mm -hmm. sure you know to to leave the firehouse and bottling it in and then going home and drinking and, you know, sure. all the stuff, you know how that, you know, it goes domestic violence, alcohol abuse, all that stuff. It's, it's just no good. So, um, we have organizations like next run, yep, which sure. are, which are part people. of, well, there's people out there that want to help, but I think it all starts at the firehouse when, when, when guys and girls can get together and have a, a real conversation about what they saw. So if you come back to the firehouse and you're at your kitchen table, is that something you all do? Oh yeah. Yep. We'll so everyone could talk sure. about it. Yep. Well, and, and I think it's I think it's extremely important to keep an open dialogue with your crew's family. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, when I became a company officer, the first thing I, I wanted to do was you know I want to invest myself in these guys' lives. Really. Um, so you know, I, I I think knowing who their wives are and that that their wives and their kids, if they're, when they're older, like they can come to me. Like if if you see something that I can help you with in your family life, I I, I believe that's my role as a company officer, and uh, you know I've 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 dealt with this on a on a more personal level. Um, I I I feel it deeper. Um, but that being said, you know I, I got to do something about it. So I've uh, committed over the next couple of years. I want to put together a program. When we hire new people, we bring their spouses in, and you know I give them signs and symptoms of. And I'm not an expert here, but uh, I think that we've been through enough here, and we've seen enough, and we have enough resources around to know that it's seriously something we got to get to day one. I got to let That's I got to let these millennials thing. know. I got to let these young kids know when they get married. Uh, you know, what are signs and symptoms of this stuff when it does get to you? Yeah, uh, and that their wives can see it. You know, I think that's important. LT, what you're doing is very progressive. Yeah, I, a lot of our wives talk. I love that. Yeah, it's yeah, very sure. progressive. I, I mean, I, I don't. I haven't talked to many people that reach out to the families when they first get on the, on the fire Yeah, we, we've been doing that now for the last couple yeah, of years. Yeah, Our they families brought... come into, um, I think the chief does that one mm-hmm. night. It's like get the families together night and yeah. just they explain what's going on, how does the fire department work, how we're still a family. Wow. Um, yeah. That's they, great. They know what's going on. Yeah, that's good stuff. 24 hours, you're here, you're ours, we're family still, you go home to your family. My, my goal with it is is to actually, I you know, I hate the term PowerPoint, but to build some sort of presentation what that looks like, what, you know, the mental health issues that firefighters face look like. Uh, you know, I think a lot of people have touched on it. I think uh, uh, Gagliano out of Seattle and his wife, you know, they touched on the, the troubles of a firefighter marriage. But most of the time when a, a firefighter deals with that and, and ultimately commits suicide, you can look back and see there was a fracture in the home life. You know, so we have to say, you know, uh, yeah, I'm my brother's keeper and it's my job to watch out for James every third day. But does it does it end every third day? No, because it shouldn't. Right. No, of course the, it doesn't. Brotherhood yeah. shouldn't end ever. No, it, I I feel like once you're in part of that brotherhood, same thing with law enforcement, right? Absolutely. Law enforcement, EMS. They're, love they're, those guys, by the way. The EMS has a, <laughs> e, EMS has a. Uh, it, it's it's not like the fire service, and it's not like law enforcement. I think they're finding their way now with more of the unity and brotherhood. But it's just it's just not at the same level, I don't think, um, as the fire departments and, and law enforcement. It's getting there. I'm, I'm glad to see it's starting to get there. Um, and I think that has a lot to do with the introduction into the fire service. With fire service now doing EMS, it's starting yeah. to cultivate that, that family you know bond like you're talking about. But what I'll say to you, LT, is what you're talking about, there's not a lot of people doing that. 
So I'm glad I'm glad you brought that up, and I'm glad you're talking about it because our guests will be able to see that that's an option, and maybe uh, not maybe, but they should do just that. Start getting these families more involved because now after I heard you say that, I'm thinking to myself, how great would it be if your wife can call your wife and say, "Oh, they do, they do, they do, do. probably more than what they should." They do. (laughs) But but think about a brand new firefighter, right? You you hire two brand new firefighters, right? Now the wives meet each other. Everyone knows each other. Now. That wife can call his wife, and they can talk about what they're experiencing. Okay. And maybe they'll say, well, hey, you know what? Um, my husband's a little off. Mm-hmm. You might not know about it at the firehouse because maybe he's not presenting signs, but if she knows, notices, sure. she's going to know right away yep, that absolutely. something's off. She can say something, and then it can create a dialogue. Yep. You know, I, I hate to, to keep talking about ourselves, but... Uh, kind of you realize that you realize what the show is about. That's, that's what the show is about. <laughs> I feel like and, you're talk, and I'm talking a lot. Nobody about talks about me like me. No, that, that <laughs> I kind of live by no that. So, joke. Uh, one thing that, that you know, we we just did this time. Uh, our our probie, uh, Oliver O, uh, whatever we, Oliver O, whatever we call him that day. Uh, he went on spring break with us this year, and okay. you're talking <laughs> a guy who ten ten months on the job. And I think that it, I think it's all part of something greater. I think if we can get to him and he can see, he, I mean, he was building sandcastles with the captain's kids. That's you know, awesome. If yep. he can see what that family, then then when he marries someone, you know, it's, it's a little seamless. Sure. Hey, if if any female is watching this, <laughs> Oliver Dawkins here in. <laughs> In Indiana, he's a catch. Yeah, he is. All right, so nobody's he, catching him though. He's, we'll, we'll definitely pop his picture up right about now. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so this way, when everybody's watching, they'll see they'll see yeah. him, and then I may I'll put like a phone number. Yeah. Yeah. yeah sure. We'll definitely Absolutely. blast his number out there. Pin the Q Tinder. Yep. No. No. <laughs> that's, no. No. He's out. He's, he's not in. He is, that's yeah, That's where I have to check out. <laughs> that's awesome. So, um, guys, it was real fun talking to you. Yeah. You know, this this was a it was a real honor to be at this firehouse and meet meet you guys and to be invited here and uh, be part of your yeah. part of your day. Always welcome, man. You know, this was this was good stuff, man. And uh, I enjoyed everything I got to see here. I, I think you're you're doing something right. right. Appreciate that. I love the fact that you're being progressive about um, family and that family aspect of the fire service, which was very evident in our conversation. Um, it, that's all good stuff, man. Yeah. You know, it's all good stuff. The last thing I'll ask you before before I let you off the hot seat, and that's about the firehouse and what the future holds for this firehouse. So what would you like to see happen for this firehouse down the road? Well, hiring is huge. I think every department wants to see more guys. Um, but just to keep, keep it, keep the strong tradition here, um, keep the guys to be proactive, keep investing in this place, don't let it fall behind. Always stay stay ahead mm-hmm. of it. Um, you walk by a trash can, it's full. What do you do? Take it Just out. Take it out, right. right? You know, you don't want to lose that. You don't want to lose that person that I'm. Um, uh, you got to stay humble. I should I should say that a lot. Humble, humble, humble. So I'm never better than anybody else. I might have more years on than than, than the younger guy, but I have no problem getting in there and doing those dishes. And your right. message to these new guys coming in is stay yeah. humble. Stay humble. Right. Stay humble and hungry. Is, is always is the, is the best words. I, it's not my words. Um, it's used out there everywhere, and I love it. Right. Stay humble and stay hungry. I like it. Yeah. LT, what about you? Yeah. For, Last words. For me, it's 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 simple. You know, I whether it's the president of the United States or a homeless guy on the north end of our district with a styrofoam cup. Why has it got to be the north end? <laughs> Backstory. That's my area. Backstory. <laughs> so uh, yeah. So uh, you know, I would love. For everybody that walks through these doors to treat our wealthiest and our poorest the exact same. Absolutely. Uh, and, and, and I think if we can get to that where we treat everyone yeah. like it's my mother or my grandmother, then I think, you know, that that will continue. That's one word. Integrity. Integrity. Sure. It's integrity. Spoke about it times, that, so. That's exactly right, man. Well, guys, thank you so much for coming on the show. Brother, Thanks good. for being part of Pin the Q family hey, for today, man. Absolutely. Yeah. We brought you some stuff. Oh. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'll let the captain. Yep. Department patch. That's an apartment in whole. Um, Thank you very much. That's cool. Uh, this is my house patch. Um, ah, sweet. So a little backstory with the Shamrock there. We have a little hotel right on the corner we make okay. calls to called the Shamrock. Shamrock Hotel. So we, we had to drop the Shamrock. Ah, sweet. Yeah. That's, that's a little, a little that's the culture stuff, yeah, man. Absolutely. I like it. 
This is uh, my house's patch. Um, and, and, you know, one of the things we put in that was uh, we, a rooster. Our training barn okay. uh, sits out back, and it's an old barn that stored hay and hogs. Oh, and, that's awesome. And, yeah. uh, and we have chickens. Rooster. We have chickens across the street that literally crow in the morning. Yep. Uh, that was on you know, so, back there. Yeah. That's cool. I see. I love this stuff, yeah, man. Yeah. This is like, and this is history. We, uh, we brought you a uh, duty shirt. Yep. Ah, sweet. Y'all yep. wear this with pride, man. I appreciate that, man. That there's nothing greater than that. And then a house shirt as well for here. Ah, thanks, guys. Yep, good stuff. Hey, you knocked that out of park with all these gifts, bro. That's awesome. It's all good. You're family now. Thank you. I, well, you made me feel like family. That's for Absolutely. sure. Well, well I got, got something for you guys too. So, every guest that comes on Pin the Q gets a 3D patch. Awesome. All right. So that's one for both of you guys, and that's from yep. Eagle Emblems and Graphics. That's awesome. And Thank there's you. a, and also now with the, uh, with our mission. We have these new decals that we're giving out. Um, you, you guys said you had two firehouses. Yeah. So I have two patches for, or two Sweet. decals for you. And this is no one fights alone. And this is our motto. So, uh, and again, you know very well from being involved in the next rung um, how important that is. So awesome. Shout out Blake and those. Charlie. Yeah. We'll see you guys in a couple <laughs> days. And, and the, good, the good news is um, every episode I talk about next rung and how powerful their mission is, but I don't have to tell you guys what it's about because you're part of it. Yeah, sure. So, so those guys uh, are family. Good yeah, man. So, so next rung, like we always talk about, the good thing is these guys are already involved. They're already, they get it. So uh, again, thanks for getting, I appreciate you guys coming out and uh, letting me be part of your family for the day. Because, awesome. you know, Sugar Creek is where it's at. I'm, I'm, I'm happy I'm here. Pleasure's awesome. ours. We're, right. we're coming to Jersey soon. Oh, can't wait. We're coming to Jersey soon. You can't wait. I'm coming like Frankie Valley. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> we're Jersey boys <laughs> under a street light. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Singing now. Sherry, baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, I'll bring you, I, we'll bring you to Atlantic City. That's the closest thing to that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm in. I, I'll bring my hair gel. <laughs> it sounds good. <laughs> All right, everybody, here we go. We're at Sugar Creek in Indiana. This is something different. Um, great episode here with these guys. And, and uh, this episode was uh, sponsored by Axe Head Caps. Axe Head Threads. Axe Head Threads. They have make they make caps. Yes, we make caps. Axe yes. head threads. Axe head yep. threads. They make caps. He's wearing one right now, and so am I. Yep, absolutely. Right. So uh, again, thanks. Good for, sticker. Yeah. Good stitching. It is good stitching. It's tight. <laughs> I don't know it's, why I get it in the mic. Like it's good <laughs> stitching. <laughs> now when people listen in their and when people listen in their TVs, they're gonna go, oh my god. Right. Yep. Yeah. Sure. And and you got you got the cup right here yeah. too. It's a cup. You, See, you're representing right there, Axe Head Threads. Like a wise ex-punter said, we are for the brand. <laughs> yep, for the brand. <laughs> All right, we'll be back soon. Make sure you check this one out. Again, check out our Facebook page. Also, the website is actually a website from 2019 now, which I'm pretty excited about. Sweet. Yeah, it's pretty Sunday. updated. It doesn't have that construction guy walking past the screen <laughs> yeah, real slow. Awesome. Uh, and that is www.pintheq.com. All right, take care, be safe, and as always, look out for each other.